morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, September 2nd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bulger. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to continue talking about gratitude today, but before we get into that discussion, let's begin with a prayer from Gilbert of Hoyland. Let us pray. O Lord, move my heart with the calm, smooth flow of your grace. Let the river of your love run through my soul. May my soul be carried by the current of your love towards the wide, infinite ocean of heaven. Stretch out my heart with your strength as you stretch out the sky above the earth. Smooth out any wrinkles of hatred or resentment. Enlarge my soul that it may know more fully your truth. Amen. Amen. Our scripture comes from the book of Psalms, chapter 9, verses 1 through 11. Listen for a word from God. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turned back, they stumbled and perished before you. For you have maintained my just cause. You have sat on the throne giving righteous judgment. You have rebuked the nations, you have destroyed the wicked, you have blotted out their name forever and ever. The enemies have vanquished in everlasting ruins, their cities you have rooted out, and their very memory of them has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever, he has established his throne for judgment. He judges the world with righteousness, he judges the people with equity. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you, for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare his deeds among the peoples. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. All right, Brett, it's Wednesday and it's our time. We will have a fun question. And so here it is. If you were to have your own late night talk show, who would you invite as your first guest? There's just not, it's not even a moment's hesitation for me. Uh, the first guest I would have on to my late night show is a late night show host of Stephen Colbert. That was my answer. <laughs> but I came up with a second I, one because I knew you, you were going to say that. Yes, I would like to invite the master too. Yeah, I mean, I, I've watched so many interviews with him and he has a way that to have a conversation, an interview that promotes empathy I think he has really insightful things to say on faith. He's on, a public theologian. He's a public theologian. Uh, and he is probably one of the few, he's probably the only public Lord of the Rings <laughs> nerds that's bigger than I am. So I feel like I could learn a lot there. I think we'd have a great time. How about you? So totally it was Stephen Colbert, hands down. But my second would be John Mulaney. Oh, nice. He cracks me up. I might have a little bit of a crush. So, uh, yeah, John Mulaney. I have to keep the desk between you. That's right. Um, so in our psalm today, what are some of the deeds of the Lord in your life that should be declared? And how do you express this thankfulness? 
Yeah. You know, we talked a little bit about this on on Monday, the deeds of the Lord being that when I acknowledge who I am and my utter sinfulness, when I feel uh, the just, you know, unrighteous anger in my life that is totally has to do with my own sin yeah. and my own uh, high expectations of people that not I, even I meet. And then I think about a God who has reason to have the highest of expectations, who had actually, you know, has merit in expecting more than, than what we can give, yet gives absolute grace in every moment of my life and every person's life around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, to me, is the greatest uh, moment of thankfulness. And to that second part, of the question, how do I express this? I think is in gratitude. Then I extend grace to others, and and in my gratitude of knowing uh, the love and mercy that God has bestows upon me every moment of mm-hmm. every day of my uh, failings to love, um, then I can express that gratitude in a way that when other people fail to express love, fail to express um, goodness, that I can provide grace and look to uh, their stories and look to that to a God who has given them the same grace that God has given me. How about you? So when I first read the question, I thought of all the all the times in my own life where I feel like God has intervened in mm. very clear ways yeah. and that I should probably spend more time telling others about that. I was rereading the psalm. Uh, you know, some psalms speak on behalf of like the, the whole of the people of Israel. Um, And I think there's some of that in here. But I also think that we all probably have experiences of the living God having an impact in our life in some way. Um, And I don't know about you, but like I crave those stories. Like I want to hear them. Um, And we don't often share them. I know when I do like elder training, you know, I have to like teach them how Uh to figure that out and then they're still very shy about speaking but is there anything better than hearing about god at work in the world i don't think so i don't think so do you want to share one of those stories maybe sure um so this is just a funny one well not funny um i did not grow up going to church Uh and um I came to a point in my life where i was just really broken i didn't know what i was going to do with myself and Someone suggested I start praying, so I did, and um, and had a spiritual experience through that. But, you know, that wasn't the same as believing in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think my big hang-up was I didn't think I was good enough to believe, yeah. uh, you know, good enough to be a church person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, at that time, um, worked full-time, and, and I um, volunteered at an assisted living place because I just felt like it was a good thing to do. Yeah. And the first day I'm there, this woman says, we have a resident who is blind. He's 97, and he got a letter. Would you read it to him? I'm like, sure. So I walk in, and he's 97, and the room is like 100 degrees in Georgia in the summer. <laughs> he has on a wool sweater. Like, the candles have, their like, taper candles are on their sides because they've literally melted in the candle stand. But it was the most amazing thing because someone had written him their faith story. Mm. And it was a time in my life where 
I really wanted to hear someone else's faith story. I was in the middle of my own faith story. Yeah. And I feel like God just handed me. And and the story was, um, you know, I was sinful and I was, you know, in the Navy and I was living my life and, and then God came into my life. It would just, I, like, I cried the whole time I read it. Yeah. Funniest part is when Brian and I started to join a church a couple of months later, um, we, well, first of all, I said I would never go to First Presbyterian of Athens, Georgia, because they're too fancy. <laughs> um, and so we went to a lot of different churches, and one day we were running late, so we went to First Presbyterian Athens and had never felt more at home. Mm. I mean, this is a common theme in my life where I tell God something's going to happen, <laughs> and he shows me differently. And we were uh, young, married, no kids, and we just did everything at church. We took every class, we went to Sunday school, and there was this older couple who just kind of... Um, adopted us mm-hmm. like Wednesday night dinner they'd they would save seats for us mm-hmm. I just love them yeah and one day we're sitting in a Sunday school class with them and the man somehow faith stories come up and he starts to tell his and I realized that he's the man who wrote that letter that's that I read that, that's amazing mm-hmm. that it is, is amazing wow and they both those people have passed away now but they they loved us like I can't even tell you yeah and so I just feel like you want to talk about God meeting you where you are? I lived in such a, my circle was so secular yeah. that I did not have anyone I could talk to about these thoughts and feelings I was having. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get a letter that isn't even mine. So wow. how's that? That's, <laughs> you know, and again, just as the recipient mm-hmm. of that story, I get to enter into the gratitude of how God has worked yeah. in your life. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about the community of churches and get in sharing those stories as you bless the people yeah. that you share the stories with. It's so funny. You know how they talk about returning to the scene of the crime. I think I need to return to the scene of the miracle mm. over and over again yeah. and remind myself. And I don't know about you as a preacher. I have to do that a lot yeah. because even if it's a bad sermon, I still feel like God has called me to preach. Yeah. And that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> that's tough. Anyway, thank you for listening. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> thank you all for listening. We're going to continue with our children's, children's book theme with a quote from A.A. A. Milne from his work, Winnie the Pooh. Piglet noticed that even though he had a very small heart, it could hold a rather large amount of gratitude. Mm, Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you will get new episodes as soon as they come out. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.